Okay, go to page one, your cover page, as we continue on this uh, most sadistic uh, theme of applying nichush and mazel, and how do you figure out when they're talking to you? So he's going to give what is probably the classic example in Chumash of what people think is a matzav where they're stuck because Hashem gave them certain predilections and certain atiyas. And the story of Esav and Yaakov, if you gloss over it quickly, seems to lend support to that, and it's completely wrong, as the Mirtle Melel will explain right now. It sounds as if from Rashi and from the Psukim that Rivka was having some very strange sensations kicking when she went by the base of Arazara, kicking when she went by the base Medrash. Her worst fear was this is one child who is uh, schizophrenic or something like that, which is a pachad. And the schizophrenia would be in, in, in the ruchnius. Make up the mind. Why the paseach sifim. Well, many of us do that in many areas. And she just wanted to know, like, what, what are the instructions over here? What she should do? What's going to be? So she went to Yeshiva Shein Ve'ever. She didn't go to Yitzchak, her husband. Anybody know why? Many pshatim. Pasha pshat is that it's never good for a spouse, even if you're married to the Tzadik Adar, and Tzadik Adar, to do something which might insinuate you're not a holding. And she was from... And it would make her look very bad. She's having a Russia or a half Russia, a partial Russia. So she wanted to discuss it with Shane Vaver, which is why, by the way, it's quite clear about the Brochus incident when she knew more information and told Yaakov Avinu he has to steal it. And Yisrael Avinu was not of that opinion because he was missing information and she couldn't tell him because you can't share an Avu unless you're told to. That all started when she didn't ask him in the first place, there's nobody tying us on. But that was part of the reason she couldn't share it. So, you get the misimpression from the answer. She was shame behavior. She got the nevuah that uh, the good news is, we always start off with good news. The good news is there are two vladas. It's not one child that has such diametrically opposed natias. That can happen in, in human beings, but pretty stark. It's kicking by the best measure. It's kicking by the best of the czar. Either you're lazy, you don't kick to get out by either, or you have a natia. It was two people. Esav and Yaakov, and as Rashi explains, Zeh will be perished to the base measures, this one will go to the base of Arazar. Sounds like they're really locked in, which is the quick reading, which you should never do by any Chazal, leads to this misconception that the Yitzhah always convinces us we're stuck, and this is the way we are, and we just weren't born for greatness, and let's call it a day, which is so destructive and so counterproductive, which is why we're spending a lot of time on this. Uh, it's my bad mazel, and that's it, I'm stuck. So, in this small little piece here, the Mirta Meleo deals dafka with Esav Yakis. Let's see what he says. Kaychas ha'adam, ha'tavuun, ba'im, ehirayim, v'leide, enek, v'leide, elakudis, pechirasa. This is probably, out of classics in Rav Desler, this is the classic Sheba classic. Rav Desler's theme, which goes back to many times, the kudis ha'bechiras, the mazel just dictates where you start from. So you have a graph and your nakuda is over here or his nakuda is over here, her nakuda is over here. What difference does it make? The fact that you were given this head start or given these seeming disadvantages are just to let you know where you're starting from and what you have to work on. It makes little difference. 
you start from here, your job in life is to move it up to here. And that tomorrow's Nisayan, only put it the other way, yesterday's Nisayan should be ultimately conquered. And if you don't conquer it, at least you're still working on it, you conquer it most of the time. And then you raise the Nekudus Bechira and you have a different Nisayan. Mom, people hear that and they get very nervous. So why does it pay to work on yourself as soon as you finally solve something and you just get a different Nisayan? So... Anybody who says that is like the person who says, why should I take the raise my boss is dying to give me? He's pressing me to take the raise. just going to come with more responsibility, which it will. Nobody talks like that, especially around this time of year. Why is that? Ruchni is it's the same exact thing. The marshal was very, very clear. And Ruchni is... I learned this from Dessler. It says, I raised in a Kudus Bechira, and after that, I just get another these signs more difficult to feed my Dragasi. So, what did I gain? I'm still barely treading water. The answer is the purpose of life is to constantly raise the Madrega. Hashem put you here to tread water and to most of the time succeed, sometimes fail, hopefully 51, 49 or better. And if not, there's always the next Lachlanu and then Erevosh Chedish and then uh, Kippur, Hashem Kippur. But that's the whole Tachas Hachayim. So to cop out and say, well, it's not getting me anywhere, I still feel like I'm struggling. Of course, if the day you stop feeling like you're struggling, you should take your pulse very quickly. Uh, because that's... I don't know. Right. And, and, it's the, and the Amelis is, by the way, going to come out. You're never going to get away with one iota of Amelis. So it's just going to be some aggravating fender bender or something worse. You're not saving yourself. And it can be both depending on where you're holding and what you're going to is in life. So this has to be chazed over every day. This, this is so crucial. And there, there are people, believe it or not, who have hit the age of bar mitzvah, who still don't know this, or bar mitzvah, and 23 and 33 and 43 and 53, either they never got it clear, which is, again, why we're trying to go through this slowly, or they're not chazering enough. That, it, bitachan it. Amuna, what? They just don't want to accept it. But uh, it, it's sad because you're not only losing out on the possible Umhamba, your Ulam Haza is not any prettier. Without Bitachan Amuna, this understanding muzzle and where to read signs and what to expect and how to read yourself and, and what your Avoida is, is not only crucial for Ulam Haba, you're not going to be a happy person here. You're not going to be any happier if you skirt the issues, which is, um, again, a, a very human default position that I don't seem to be getting anywhere, but that's not true. And if you're working yourself, by definition, the Amelus, you're getting somewhere, and you're getting Schar. The Yetzar always tries to convince us that we're not getting anywhere, but it's not true. You sometimes take a longer picture. You've got to not ask yourself after a bad day, after a bad week. Tell us the Bacham all the time in Yeshiva. Learning is a, learning three stars a day is not easy. So the Yetzar, and especially a Ben Teira, the public enemy number one, the Yetzar is I. Whatever they could do to throw them off. And the first weapon is, I'm not accomplishing, I don't really understand it, and I'm not such a masman, he's a big masman. And, and the girls have their own understandings in their areas, and the adults, uh, male or female, uh, have more of the same. So what people bring is a riot to the self-serving uh, fallback position, which is a cop-out, is, well, Esav seems to be doomed, and he was doomed, and he's a Russian, and Yaakov seems to be gifted. But Desla here is coming to tell us, no, the Nekrutus Bechira was in a different place, clearly. And again, doesn't seem fair to us. Why does he get a Nekrutus Bechira up here? His Nisayim is going to learn an extra 10 minutes after the first 14 hours, and his Nekrutus is going to kill somebody? That's I'm comparing Esau with Yaakov. 
right? But they're not kosher unfair. Right? You got to know what the shorish nisham is. You got to know and 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 him not robbing, killing, stealing, screaming at people, uh, being mezana and doing that for a day or two, a week or two, a month or two is huge. Somebody come up like that, but. People don't see it that way because it looks it always looks more glamorous on the other side. No matter what you're doing, the other guy looks more glamorous. So that's what the kudus of is. We're here to raise it. It's irrelevant where you start; it's where you're going. Kaladam, let's continue. the second line below bechiras atzma. Kaladam neila liot sadik. We're all trying to move in that direction. uber before the child is born. They're mashpiyim, which means they try to be mazerim. Tzadik val Tirasha, even though Kol B'deshemayim Chutzni Yerushalayim, but means the Neshama and the Shorish Neshama understands what they're supposed to be doing deep down. Mishnah that Bahar Beitchun is Tevis Nekudas Bechiras Abedag Gavoya. So yes, Yaakov needs to start off with a much higher Nekudas Bechira. The Chalka Bekidush Hashem who lowly Shar Beitchun is Shnisin La Ella Laharbes Bechesed B'Maisim Tevim Torah Tvila Avoid the Panimis. And his Avoid is he's starting from here on top of a mountain. He has the Achrayas, as we mentioned, Rabbi Sol Salanter, the intellect of 10 people. He's got the Achrayas of 10 people or more. And if you fall short, it's the same problem. So you're saying, so what's the advantage of being born Yaakov? The answer is certainly, again, every Neshama has their job, but it's certainly a Nachas to be able to do great things if you're blessed with it. But be sure that the more gifts you have, the more Yetzirah you're going to have to try to block it. That's the Gemara called Gadol Mechaver, Yitzhak Manor, because there's more at stake for the Yetzirah to lose on the world scene. Because if you use all those talents, you can not only do things for yourself, you'll do things for Klai you'll do things for the world, and the Yetzirah has a lot to lose. So of course he's going to try to start up with them in a quicker. Yes? How does the Tessman send the double motion to heat? Does it shlo to heat Sadiq and then also not to be Russia? Because the two things, Tzit Sadiq is exactly his point, and I'm glad you, you stopped me to point that out. Tzit Sadiq is, if you're starting off over here, you're automatically... Yaakov Irini had he, he could have had Bechir to do something wrong but he started off with such a madrega he's going to be a good person and that's not good enough it's to be Tzadik according to your madrega and perhaps to Esav it's you know start off don't be a Russia try to get yourself on even keel and then work your way from there it seems there. the seems to be talking to the same Neshama as saying both of them mm, I think it's giving examples Lav Davka it could be but uh, there, there are two the fact that you're at Tzadik and Rav Des is a Kusa Bechira uh, doctrine, which everybody shares, to um, there's no mechlekes about this. It doesn't help you that much if you took all your gifts. It's just like it doesn't help you if you're making ten million dollars a year to give a million dollars in stucco. You're the guy who's gonna be mekel b'dievet on meiser instead of chaimish. What are you gonna do with nine million dollars? I must told to somebody. He said after taxes, it's not so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what are you doing? The, the ichor is to use the money for mitzvahs, terror. You could take something for yourself, not the other way around. So you're not going to get, you get credit if you give a million dollars to stock up. But <laughs> there's going to be some issue if the Mechaber said, and all the place can say, if you have $8 million to spare, you can give 50% and not feel it. There's going to be issues what you're doing with your resources. The issues what you're doing with your IQ, what you're doing with your talents. And you can't just say, well, look at what I did. What you did, you got tzachar for. But then there's the other part of the cheshman. So, Yaakov, you know, but Torah, Tzvila, Vod, Depanimis, Ashamagir, Bekechas, Atzma, Ladar, Gahar, Beyesa, Gavoyim, Mizushin, Olodba. And your job is to raise it significantly. Mishin, Olodba, Har, Beit, Chun, Rose, like Esav. Chalka, Bekish, Hashem, His Kish, Hashem on earth. Uli, Lochem, Etekev, Neged, Tivo, Lahapech, Midesav, Latoiv, Bishtam, Shebehem, Lavedis, Hashem. 
as we will see soon from in the footnote from David Melch, that he was born with somewhat similar tchunas and Shmuel and Avi saw him and he was scared when they saw him. How can this be anybody fit to be king? And I understand why he was out the pasture. And like Shmuel didn't know what was going on. And Kosh Bocho said, no. And he's going to take direction and he's going to use it to get rid of Rishayim and do all the right things. And there's every midah that can be used and every midah can be misused. Next paragraph. Bekidush Hashem. He had to constantly bite his lips, so to speak, hold his hands back, control himself. So you said, that's all Sumira. It is, but had he succeeded in that, he was probably very gifted intelligence-wise. Had he succeeded in that, he probably would have gone to negative to parv and then raised it and gone a long way. And Yitzhak Avinu's intention of giving the bracha is to be a very powerful Yisachar and Zvulun relationship and uh, the Zvulans had to learn a lot and they had to be a machshav terror and they had to do a lot in the world and they also were able to go out and make the resources available for Yisachar and Esau could have been that and he chose not to barring his descendant Antoninus and a few other exceptions uh, but it was there it was within reach and it was so difficult, certainly would have been difficult at the beginning, it was difficult, it just wasn't Mesgaber. The next piece of this is going to examine how do you know what your Tchunas and Nefesh are, how do you know what your job is? The answer is there are Ramazim. And one of the Ramazim is as an infant, as a pre-infant, he was already kicking to get out by the base of Arazara. I would guess his mother mentioned that to him. Remember, Nachmar Yisak's mother told him to keep his head covered all the times. I don't think she mentioned the Kadim told me. I'm going to scare him too much, but she probably was Marami something about it's good for you, Yerushalayim. So maybe as they're walking around, she told the young Esav that uh, you see that building is a very bad place and you shouldn't want to go there. And if you feel like you want to go there, uh, you got to work on it. But they're Ramazim. He could have figured that out himself also. I'm sure if she knew it was down the block, she wouldn't go there. But unfortunately, uh, Yaakovina had been working, converting the world, and uh, there were still plenty of people who didn't do it. But obviously, a mother, if she knows there's a base of Adazar on the block, uh, she shouldn't. Uh, the command bus, by the way, and just as an example, on the um, lower Manhattan, the very tip. If you're going, have you know what a command bus is? You're all from Brooklyn, aren't you? So the command bus is a nice alternative to the F train. Uh, it's nothing wrong with the train, but it's a place you could sit down, uh, Benachas, for a few dollars. And, uh, why? It's all part of the MTA. Oh, yeah? yeah there's no more commands. Okay, it's a good thing I didn't say you put uh, one of those things before the Easy Pass. Uh, they have? A token, yeah. I date myself. So I, last time I was on a command bus, was probably 20 years ago. And uh, it was after they moved down to the tip, but you're, you're still there, so you know. Okay, so there used to be something called a command bus, and you all nodded because you all dated yourself. Um, and I remember there was a stop right at the block there in front of a place which we can't talk about because it says in Yerodea that if somebody asks you for a Malmokum where you catch the bus, you can't tell them it's in front of that uh, whatever. So Yaakov, uh, she was with Asa trying to get to Brooklyn for a Shabbos Shabbos or something like that. Uh, could you wait in front of the place and you turn around? The kid's going to turn around. What's that? What's that strange-looking imposing structure that takes up three city blocks? So you might bump into it, and when you bump into it, you've got to know what to say. Don't point it out if the kid doesn't notice. But, but, if he does, 
Uh, I agree with you, though. Why bring a kid to Manhattan if it's not necessary in the first place? So I'm not, I'm not arguing the case. Kasav Maral Begur Aryeh. Shahaya writes, Allah says, Lashov That was his natural teva. So again, you read all this, you say, well, that doesn't sound fair. How can that be his natural teva? He didn't stand a chance. But Odessa says, no, that his halavayda was to move it up. I knew Shahaya by instinct, Chazak Ma'ayla, but it's Alilim. Avavada Hayaba Gam Kayacha Emes. He was smart enough to figure it out. Ilu Ratsa Hayachalas Gabar Gamal instinct Ze. Take a look at the footnote. He brings up two important points. Gam Hine, number one. What would the yeah. Hebrew word be for instinct? Tesla uh, had an excellent command of Lashon HaKadosh. It's one of the few times he used the word instinct. So I guess Avdesla didn't know that question either. It's uh, but I think he wanted to. Avdesla didn't write this written by Tamidim, but I guess they wanted to use a word that was uh, going to touch it up. It's would be footnote. He says, so how does he fight this? The answer is, the good news is, he had a chukah for Avodah. How do we know? Because Avodah Zar is also Avodah. If you want to be an atheist, you're not kicking to get out by the base of Avodah Zar either. You just want to go to the circus. You know, he just did any Avodah. His Yetzirah was, he was krum, but he felt a, a draw towards something meaningful. He just misapplied it. Ki arei and he could have used it in the proper direction and applied it in the right place. There was a tviya when the Nevi'im used to give Musa, this is a passing in Yemiya, Interesting, Musa, it's a good thing Yermia said it. We would find it a chiddush to say such a thing. But Yermia, in one of the psukim, which he's going to quote right now, said that why are you trading in a kosh baruch or a line? Even the Gaiyim stick to their avodah. So why are you trading in it? Well, the answer in defense of Klaiz, well, which Yermia knew, is that the Gaiyim have an avodah that doesn't expect too much of them. What kind of avodah is it if you can bring some money and pay the guy sitting behind the curtain every Sunday and then go do it again? So we have a more rigorous avoider because it's real. Elohim, meaning they don't trade in their Elohim, which means they're not gods and they're not trading in their gods. Vagam Admani, as we saw in the Gemara, he applied it in all the right places and was phenomenally successful. You're born under the influence of the red planet, so it could lead to murder. It could make you an excellent doctor, surgeon. It could make you a male. It could make you a sheikhit. It could make you Remember, Abai told Rabbah, you're also a sheifich damim in a way because you have to execute people. They had a lot of autonomy and you have to be a manish people. But they get malchus, but they executed them. She sheifu to manish. Shabbos kufnud vav. Harei shabiyara odom lahadrich has tchenosav v'nesivus chiyuvim to apply it in positive ways. Kegan reifei or l'nesivus shlilim or negative way kegan ganav v'ratzeach. Harei shakol tali b'bechira. There's nothing that can't be applied. V'gam esav ha'yachal eshtamish b'kachosav Avol, the sad fact is, Esav 
maybe he tried working on it, but he didn't work as hard as he could, and it would take certainly the beginning. Things are much harder. Tremendous, tremendous agonizing effort. And you want to change a midah. It's very difficult at the beginning. It gets easier over time. And then, as Odessa says elsewhere, hopefully you put it at bay or put it away completely that tomorrow's Nisayin is on a different front. And not only didn't he conquer it, became such a negative force, he became the example of evil in the world. More than Yishmael, by the way. Yishmael did tshuva. Much more than Yishmael. And uh, Samal the Sutton is the Sar Shalesav. That's pretty telling. He didn't just fail personally. He became evil personified. That's why I mentioned before, you read Rashi too quickly, like any Chazal, any Rishon, you're going to be in big trouble. It sounds like they're going straight out from the get-go, day one. One's going this way, one's going that way. Russia and Ishtam. But obviously it's not what it means. It means that that will become a self-fulfilling prophecy, so to speak, if they don't work very hard. If Asa doesn't work very hard to pull himself up, he was so evil, the people who saw him probably never saw any trace of any possibility of being good. You look at a very, you shouldn't look, you look at a big Russia, you shouldn't, shouldn't stare at a big Russia. They're so bad, you can't imagine there was any, any Asa ever. But there was. There was. It was at a certain point in time, and if you don't nip it in the bud to start moving things in the right direction, you don't stand a chance. Asa didn't work on it. Yes? How do we know that he was a horse? I keep putting in, if you notice, that I'm sure with his intelligence, and he did grow up in Yitzhak in his house, in his house, I can imagine there were some moments when he had Machshavas to work on it, and he did some work, but... Certainly at the beginning, a person's teva doesn't mean you give up once you hit 30, 40, 50, or 60, but if the teva's really base, and he should have recognized that, he had the intellect to recognize that, you've got to work on that early on, hard and heavy, to be able to start moving in the right direction, and it doesn't sound like he did enough. I'm not saying, I don't think anybody's saying he did nothing, but it was too little, too late, and Rashi tells us at every turn, that he just came back from the field and he was even I mean, he was up to a lot of uh, a lot of wild and ridiculous, evil, violent things to the extent that when Rivka Mena died, she didn't want to be in it because people can be makal her. The Esav was such a negative kayach in the world. They were like he was known as the biggest gangster around. Like nobody wanted to have him. They'd walk the other way if they see him down the street. Commanded a lot of power, but. It became something that wasn't stam. Oh, he could have worked on himself better. It, it, it remained completely out of control. You see from the questions we asked, this could have plenty of seichel. Oh, a lot of seichel. I, I, you can be sure, as I mentioned last night, uh, the, the DNA in brains doesn't always go birusha, but quite often it does. And I would imagine, based on this piece, which is so crucial for us, we think that, okay, the good news is we're not as bad as Esav and we're not Yaakovino. But this is speaking to all of us. We just don't like to hear it. Uh, because the things that we tried working on and we dropped because we think we're putter, certain avayers, we do lots of mitzvahs, certain things, we just like, we, we checked ourselves out of the category. Well, the Pussy says on that, you can't check yourself out of a category. And Yitzchak Avinu understood that he was brilliant, he was brilliant, by the way. Then Madrashim would say, when they had a court case, they needed a tell they called Esau. He was able to run circles around anybody. So yes, he was, uh, and not surprisingly so, if he has such a base instinct, Hashem does give him a big intellect, 
that where in the world is he supposed to figure this out? So I think, just besides the fact that he's just going to be son, how can he not? There's no other saving grace. Either you have basic instincts, you're very smart to figure out that you've got to do something with your life, or the intellect is average, but you're a nice guy. And sometimes you're blessed with both. To have neither, and then what's the taina? Yeah, base instincts, you have no way to figure it out, aren't you? you know? It seems like for the most part, this mahalat is not integrated with the way we, we bring up our children. No, in which way? In that there's such a, a baseline expectation. Your kid is going to want to die, and your kid is going to want to live, right. your kid is going to make a scene, he's going to do this. This whole thing is about recognizing what his tuna is, what his instinct is, and going from there. It could be that someone's in a surma situation, but... So, so let me just say, it, it is, I, I, I heard this when I, when I was younger, this is, this you saw it is not even subject to debate. Everybody's masking to this. This is so basic in Yiddishkeit. There, there's no debate around this. And there's a pasuk, and that's not debatable either. I was, uh, I was talking to somebody on tuition committee, but I, I, I have this conversation many times a, a month with people various uh, similar comments to what you just brought up. I said, if we could afford it, Klai Yisrael, if we had one yeshiva for every one Rebbe, for every three Talmidim, it'd be Gavaldic. Can't afford it. They're complaining now because we have a big tuition burden and it's nobody's fault and the Rebbeim have to get paid and as it is, the yeshiva's always in the red and they have 20 in the class, 22, 24, it's not the yeshiva's fault. And the more you have, the less you can practically do in a classroom. And people, you weren't saying it, Lakanter, but People have to understand this because it's not the Rebbe's fault, certainly. Rebbeim are heroes. It's not the Manal's fault. It's not anybody's fault. They're trying their best. The more people you have, and it's a difference of, had one Rebbe tell me, I think he has 26 kids in his class, phenomenal Rebbe. He said, oh, it was Mamasha, Mamasha, a great week. I said, what made it good? He said, you wouldn't believe it. I noticed the difference. I had five kids who happened to be absent. Great kids, but I just had five kids less in the class. <laughs> you know what that is? Said, we just... It's a function of money. All the function of money. If you're going to hire, and the parents are always complaining, why am, why am we getting more attention? And often the fundraiser and I will say, that's a great idea. If you just give me a check for you know, $75,000 now, I'll come to you later on in the year, I, I'd just like to do more hiring. So, is that really the parents are mechuyif and chinuch. We have the Rabbeim and the Manalim and the Yeshivas as our Shlichim, but Shlicha Shlodam Kamaisai is not Mitzvah and even forgetting the Lomdis of Mitzvah it's obvious from what you said that the parents need to be heavily involved because only parents will know their child very well, and they have to fill in the Apidakil the part to balance out the, the mass produced version of, of the Yeshiva who's doing a phenomenal job with no money and very trying circumstances. And that's really the answer. It's not that everybody's doing a great job, but that message has to be repeated to parents that they're working behind the scenes to try to troubleshoot and what they're struggling with personally. The Rebbe will try to do that with 26 kids in the class and probably taking a second job and a third job to make it up. There's only so much you could do. And therefore, it does fall on the parents. And the parents, Baruch Hashem, are by and large yeshiva graduates. They're quite capable of doing it. They just have to know this. You said first. That's why this has to be spoken about clearly, and which is what we're trying to do, and the fact that the, you have to troubleshoot, life is short. You only have 120, 150 years or so. And I stopped saying 120 from that Ramesha a few young kippers ago. Uh, Lamaisa, you have to be able to work on Suomira and the Asitab at the same time. We don't have enough time to really 
just put it in the compartment and say, I'm working on this for the next two years, I'll get to the other thing later, and the child grows up very quickly, and you've got to at least give him the tools for it. But it's a, it's a big job for the parents and for the older siblings and for all the other good older brothers, like the uh, Gingy in the back, speaking of Davina Melech. Uh, Davina Melech was red, I think, not blonde. But Lamaisa, uh, it's a job, uh, but we, we have been given the tools and the resources to do it. it it's, it's definitely doable. On that positive note, we will continue with Mitzvah Shem tomorrow night. Hundred plus what? Hundred. You know, 120. You can just say hundred. <laughs>